Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Pascal, pull up, jumper, got it again! Cleanly through for Siakam, and the crowd on its feet, off the board, LeBron! Oh, showtime! Welcome to Three in the Key on TSN 1200, bringing you in-depth basketball analysis and interviews on the NBA, NCAA, and U Sports. Now, with Fuad ahead, here's Elias Elzane. Hello and welcome to another edition of 3 in the Key, Elias Elzane, alongside Fuad Ahad. What's going on, man? Fuad, we're getting closer. We're about a month away now to the end of the regular season. And then, obviously, we'll have the couple of days where we have the play-in tournament. And then, boom, um, I guess mid toward late April. I think it's April 19th or 20th or something like that. I think that I want to say the first round of the NBA postseason begins. Um, something no 15th I think this year actually Ooh, okay. I think something like that um, if I'm not mistaken because I believe the regular season ends on the 9th and then the play-in tournament begins on the 11th if I'm not mistaken so okay. we're about a month away a month from away, the man. end of the uh, regular season uh, yeah the regular season and already you see some games some teams who are going into every game like it's a playoff game uh, I absolutely love it. Yesterday, you saw the Warriors. They needed to get mm-hmm. some wins. They know that they're obviously a really good home team. They need to translate that to the road, but they forced OT. They go to uh, they're playing against the Bucks without Giannis, and they went in overtime. and And Curry went off there. He had he was having kind of a quiet night. You know, he had like I think it was like sixteen or nineteen points, something like that. Um, with a couple of minutes left in the fourth and then went off at the end of the fourth mm. and into overtime finishing with like 36 uh, points. But uh, a lot of teams, you know, uh, the Raptors, unfortunately, who have been losing recently are kind of in that same boat. You have teams like Atlanta, Miami was in a playoff, si- a play-in situation. Uh, they lose to the Magic yesterday, but Butler forced the OT with his three at the end of the yep. game. The Lakers, obviously, who have been winning ball games. No Damn. LeBron James. Yeah. And they're climbing in. They're in a play-in situation <laughs> right now. Uh, you have the Pelicans and Blazers who've kind of dropped out. So it's uh, very, very interesting last month here, uh, Fuad. And this is what I guess you want. And I guess this is kind of the benefit of having a... Um, play in tournament oh, right? of course a team that's in like 11 12 13 they're like yo i just need to catch 10 instead of oh, i need to catch all the way till the eighth seed exactly. In, a, exactly in a year like this where like the eighth seed and like the 11th and, and 12th seed are like still close a you know they would still be pushing but like let's say the eighth seed had like you know a seven eight game advantage it would be kind of tougher instead of like a two three game advantage which is what it, which is what the difference is now mm-hmm. so if you have like an eight game advantage then they would be like okay can we actually really make the eighth seed but like 
with nine and ten, it's like, yo, maybe it could be one game, you know, and yep, yep. we can definitely uh, get to that. So that's the benefit. And that's, that's exactly exactly why it's so close between eighth and say 11th and maybe 12th, depending, you know, looking at looking at both conferences, like all the way to 12th. It's like super close. You can even go down to 13th and say it's like relatively close in their space is because of the play in tournament. Like for the last couple of years, I get to this point of the season, I, I forget that the play in tournament is a thing. <laughs> and then I get excited because I'm like, oh, my God, OK, it doesn't stop at eight. You have that. This is why you have 11th with the Wizards that are 31 and 36, identical record to the Bulls who are 10th, you know, who are 31 and 36 as well and between you know you go to six between six to 12th that's like a seven and a half game difference you know it's like you don't normally see that if if, if you're a team that's like ninth tenth and you're out a few games you know at this point of the season it's like okay we're we're looking at the lottery you know we might as well tank and look at the lottery this season it's only the teams that you expect who want to be in the lottery who don't want to be playing in the postseason those are the only teams that are Ending yeah. up at that bottom feeder kind of San position. San Antonio, yep. Houston, Houston. Detroit. Look at Detroit, yeah. And those are the three teams eliminated already. You know, out <laughs> of contention for the playoffs. All the other teams are still fighting. They all know they still have a chance. And that's why you have it so close is because the play-in tournament is a thing. Because, oh, if I just get that 10th seed, there is a chance. There is always yeah, a chance for me to get you a seven-game series. Exactly. Yeah, so, if you get yeah. to that 10th seed and you win two games, you then, boom. Have yeah. a chance at getting into the first round. Now you probably get out of the first round, but at least you get playoffs. You get two extra home games. You know what I mean? That's yeah. to that you're looking at it as more money into your pocket. Exactly, more like, money. You know, we for made sure, it. Yeah. We made it to the playoffs. Let's see if we can, you know, somehow defeat the number one seed and yeah. it'll become kind of a, like a Cinderella story, right? Yeah, no, um, for them, they're looking at the complete opposite way. Where we know, obviously, if you're, say, the Chicago Bulls that end up getting that eight seed, you're not beating the Milwaukee Bucks. But for that, they're, they've been, you know, professional athletes, they, you know, from the so much of their life. Yeah, yeah, no, for so much of their life, they've been the best player in the state that they grew up in or whatever, yeah, right? And you come in, they, they school, still have that mentality, yeah. right? It's like, oh, we're probably going to win. We get into that eight seed, we're probably going to win. We're going to get this seven game series against the likely NBA champions in the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Like, you're going to have that mentality, and I love it. That's great. It's more entertainment for us as as fans. You get to see more basketball. You get to see more meaningful basketball at the at late late in the season. And that, that it, it is honestly incredible that they actually came up with a solution to kind of fix that problem that the NBA had is late in the season, meaningful basketball goes out the door. Now, it's legitimate meaningful basketball because there are so many more teams that think, okay, we have a chance to get into these playoffs and, and make some noise. And how about the Sacramento Kings second? And oh last, my yeah? God. Mike Brown has to be them. the coach of the year, man. Definitely. He is. He's has definitely to be. coach of the year. Sabonis, honestly, if he was averaging in the 20 point realm, because I think he's averaging like 18, I 18. Say, yeah. 19, yeah. something like that. If he was averaging like 20 something, um, he'd be in the MVP conversation. Yeah, he, absolutely. He'd probably get some votes, like some fifth place, yep. fifth uh, place votes, maybe fourth place votes, uh, because they are second. He was an All Star, averaging. You know, I think he's leading the league in rebounding as well. Um, wow. uh, and then he has like seven assists, averages like seven mm-hmm. assists, and they're winning. And he was an All Star, as I mentioned. He would probably be, should be an All NBA uh mm-hmm. player this year, but. Um. Yeah, man. Like Sacramento Kings will end that sixteen-year drought. Fox, Amazing. Clutchest player. 
right yep. now. You know, in yep. terms fourth of quarter, numbers, plus, yep. fourth quarter scoring in a, in a in a close game under five minutes, like within five points or whatever. Uh, it is so they're they're just fun to watch and they've won three in a row and they beat phoenix in phoenix last night obviously no kevin durant he man this guy can't catch a break insane insane man i mean who who is the the floor guy that's supposed to be there making sure he's trying yeah he's probably already gone bro like come on the thing is he slipped hurt his ankle got back up did a bit more of his warm-up and Mm. then was announced that he was going to be out and he's going to be out a couple of weeks which sucks because on Monday they were going to be playing the Warriors so he would have been had yeah. a chance to play in Golden State for the first time uh, yep. since he left he played there I think once but it was because there was no fans during COVID right 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we'll see what uh, yeah, KD comes back he should be able to come back hopefully before I think the postseason and if he doesn't can the Suns even win uh, a first round series. I guess it depends where they fall and who they play, but yeah, it's all super man, close. Be, yeah, and it's not going to be, yeah, just, gonna be easy know. if they have no KD, and then it's going to be like, damn, mm-hmm. what a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Uh, because you know, uh, if you bring Kevin Durant, you can easily not only win the first round matchup, but obviously compete and try to win an NBA oh, for championship. Exactly. No, I mean it's it sucks, true. and that was supposed to be his first home game as well. There was so much That's excitement right. around that. He was playing on the road. Yeah, he played on the road, and then this was the first home game in Phoenix, and then this happens. Like, it's super unfortunate, but, you know, it is what it is. If he if he's back before the playoffs or by, you know, for the for first-round playoff series, who knows what it's going to be. I think they said two to three weeks with whatever injury it is that he dealt Ankle with. Ankle sprain. So, yeah, man. Ankle I mean, sprains are horrible, man. Yeah, super. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, especially when you're playing basketball. Like, that. that's a rough kind of and they part of your body. to heal. Yeah. Yeah. You come back too soon, you're sprinting it again. It's just yeah, you can't it, force it. obviously it just they're gonna make the playoffs and it's just about having him healthy and ready to go and then boom. When you have him in the postseason, they looked really good in the couple of games that he played. Oh my god, uh, look at what it did and, for Devin Booker. It literally yeah. opens everything up just for Devin Booker. Yeah, and well, then he's if not you getting focus any on... doubles anymore yeah, because we know exactly. he complains about those. Uh, <laughs> even though I love Devin Booker, by the way, but uh, yeah, it's just funny that he complained about double teams in, in a pickup game. and then Yeah, that was always yeah. hilarious, man. My guy yeah. Joakim Noah was in that just saying, yes, we're doubling you in in pickup, right? Like, you know, always competitive. Um, but the scary thing is, man, okay, they deal with this loss. It, it's a, it's the a second Sacramento Kings, okay, but they're a second seed to Sacramento Kings. So you should be taking yeah. it as like, you know, this is a legit, like, that is a very good team, but it's still the Sacramento Kings. Like I wonder what the yeah, mentality it's just is. They don't have experience, right? If you if you look at them, uh, their team. I don't know. Like okay, Delavadova is a guy who's a vet on that. I'm just trying to think of vets who've like played in the postseason. I don't think Sabonis has. Did he ever play in the postseason with like Indiana or OKC when he was there? I don't know. I think with Indiana, I don't maybe. Think so maybe. Maybe I, I can't remember. Right off the top of my head, you know, Indiana Fox. in the play-in. I think like a couple years ago, they had the 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 play-in games. He was in Indiana, yeah. Um, they Monk, didn't make it. I think with Charlotte, uh, has played maybe in the playoffs. Who else? They have Fox. Obviously, he's had his whole career there, so it's a no. They have some young guys. Um, uh, that are there. I'm trying to think who else is on that team um, for them. But the, and also, 
as a seven seed is we don't know who they're gonna play yet. Dallas mm-hmm. is in the eighth spot right now. Minnesota's in seven. The Lakers are nine. Could they climb and try to strategically like be uh you know, let's try to just be in the play and win and then boom, we're the seventh seed and uh you know, play them in the first round. We know we can beat them. Harrison Barnes is a guy who has like the most experience, I would say. That's right. Yeah. Uh Kevin Herter with Atlanta. Yeah, Kevin Herter. And everyone else is pretty like young and I don't know, it's like a bunch of random guys. Like Alex Len, has he has he played on a team in the playoffs? Maybe probably definitely. But no what I want to say is no one has like other than Harrison Barnes like crazy experience yeah. in the postseason. Yeah, no, that's you know a very I mean? yes, exactly. No, it's a super inexperienced team. For, yeah, and he's the only no doubt. he's the only well, him and Delavadova are the only ones north of thirty um, years old right. as well. So it's a relative, that's a young team. Young I mean, that, that, hey man, this, this Mike Brown, man, like good for him to be able to like really get these get this young squad fired up and a super talented squad, right? Like this is the kind of coach that you need. Like clearly, he's doing a really good job with this team. And yeah, coach of the year, know, as you mentioned, I believe that I I think so. Yeah, he, he has to be, man. Be, with this second, look at this turnaround. They could have just gotten like the ninth seed and then made it into the playoffs through the play in. And it'd be like, oh my God, look at the Sacramento Kings. Like, look at what they've done. But they're the second seed in the Western yeah, Conference. Yeah, and winning right and going on the road and beating good teams. And yeah. remember that, what was it, double or triple OT game against the Clippers? I want to say right? double overtime. Yeah. They went in and then after they're like, yo, we don't care who's on the other side. We know we can play. Last night, I, yeah, we mentioned no Kevin Durant, but they go in and they win that game. Yep. Like they're they're they play their brand of basketball and they're winning ball games, you know. Yep. So props to them, and we'll see what happens. And you're right, you know, it is the Kings, but maybe with Mike Brown, who himself has a lot of experience as a head coach, going yep. deep into the postseason, yep. in the finals, uh, you know, uh, and also winning, you know, with the Warriors as an assistant and things like that. That's so right. he he knows and he'll get his guys re- ready. It just for those two first seeds and and in, in each conference, we just don't know. And we won't know until April who yeah, they, who, so who they really, end up playing. Yeah, because if they play like a Minnesota in round one, then there's a good chance the Sacramento Kings, I think, can make it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but if they get like a Dallas and you're playing <laughs> Kyrie and Dantich, or you get like a Lakers and you have a fully healthy LeBron and AD who've yep. been playing pretty well at both ends of the floor right now since he's come back, and you know Jared Vanderbilt has been phenomenal. Oh my God, for the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, Malik Beasley, who can catch on. There's a lot of options now. Roy Hachimura yeah. has provided some solid minutes. That's going to be a way tougher matchup for you um, yep. as your first playoff series in 16 years. Yep. Sure, you're going to have the hype. There's going to be the beam, you know, light the beam. Yeah, light the beam. That's right. I, I love it, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, for beam. sure. Everything um, about it, man. They're just but doing it's going to be tough. There. It's going to be tough if you get a team like that. If you yeah, get no. like a Minnesota or a Utah, for example, or something like that, then yes. Yeah. I think you as the Sacramento Kings could could do it for sure. So, yeah, we'll see what a happens mu- there. A much better, okay. but I also okay. I, I also wonder like how what do other NBA players and NBA teams think when they think because we when I think the Sacramento Kings and you think about our lifetime and what we, what we've witnessed from the Sacramento Kings. Well, we I witnessed immediately... them when they were good, though. We, we yeah, of course. But kids, then how we how long were... were they good and how long were they bad over the last like yeah. two decades? Yeah, yeah. over <laughs> right? our lifetime, they've been the, the majority been, been trash, been right? Yeah, so yeah. when you think Sacramento Kings, you think trash. So when you think these, and I'm thinking from the Phoenix Suns perspective, they go and they lose to these. Kings. So are they looking at the and I I would hope that every team is looking at the Sacramento Kings as the Sacramento Kings this season. But human uh, nature should. human nature forces you to think okay, this is what I know 
for the past two decades about this team with my experience. And it's like, we shouldn't be losing to this, right? And if we shouldn't be losing to this and we go and lose to this, like what what happens to you mentally? And you wonder for the Phoenix Suns, no Kevin Durant. They bring him in to be kind of like, you know, that guy now. They lose Kevin Durant. Look how look how margin how 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 thin it is right now in the Western Conference. You lose a couple of games, you go from fourth down to like seventh, eighth. You're in the play in, and it's like okay, we can't go on a losing streak. So I wonder. It'll be interesting to see the next couple of weeks what happens. Yeah, does the team play. in the top six like we're talking about? We're talking about you know Minnesota, Dallas, Utah, LA, who are right now the team seven to ten. But does a team creep in like New Orleans, OKC, or Portland, or a team like the Clippers and Warriors, who, you know, the Clippers were a bit on of a losing streak. Now they're on a win streak, but they were on a losing streak and they were sliding yeah. down. Yeah. This Phoenix, like you mentioned, slide down. You know what I mean? The Grizzlies did, you know, lose a bit. That's why Sacramento was able to catch up. They've won now their last two games and they're at the they're in that third seed. So it's between maybe Sacramento drops down to the third seed and they play like someone like the Clippers or the Warriors in round one, which that will be even you know, tougher for them um, as well. That would be a tough matchup. So there's a lot going on in both conferences and especially in the West because, you know, in the loss column, there, you know, if you look at, if you you look at five, if you look at from the fifth seed all the way to the 13th seed in the loss column, they're only separated by three losses. The Clippers (laughs) who are 36 and 33 right now on Sunday, the 12th. And you look at the Blazers who are 13th, they have 36 losses, 31 and 36. It's a three yeah. game in the loss column, four games behind. So like Blazers can easily go on a four or five game win streak, let's exactly. say. And the Clippers, let's say they they win one and they lose like three. You know what I mean? They're one and three yep. in their next four or something. Yep. Boom. There's a They're major dropping. shift in, yeah. in, the, in the conference. I love it. This is incredible, yeah, man. This is so incredible to daily, see this, right? You just don't know. differences in the standing yeah. yep. and different matchups. That's why you really – it's going down to the wire. Yeah. Um, You love to see it. Guys are playing. Guys are playing hard. We're getting – this is what you really want. You want this time of year to give you like a preview of the playoffs. Because remember in years before the play-in where it got to this time and, and teams kind of knew like, okay, like – we're gonna be we're gonna be the fourth seed. Like yeah, we have exactly. a good enough it's, lead. It's, yeah, yeah. Guys are resting. We're not playing as hard. We'll win a game here. Okay, it makes sense to lose this game there. You know what I mean? We don't have evidence of that, but we kind of could say. Remember a couple. Of, I don't know which team it was, but you kind of had some teams where they're like, oh, they lost the game, and because they know like we'll be in second, it's kind of a quote unquote easier path to you know the destination, which is. Uh, the finals, but now it's like no, we can't, we can't afford that. Yeah, you can't lose we a have single to play game, our right guys. <laughs> yeah. We gotta win. We gotta see, uh, what happens. So interesting to see, um, what what it uh, what it's gonna be like. Uh, let us know your thoughts on Twitter at the three Nikki. Like us on Facebook at three Nikki. Follow on Instagram the three Nikki. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Check out the website the number three in the key ca. Let us know what kind of matchups you'd like to see in the playoffs. Uh, you know, in the first round or in the playing situation, who do you want to see? Um, go at it. Uh, I'll start with you, Fuad. I put the question out there I now to see. our listeners. Who do you want to see? Let's start with the plan. Play in. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, play in. I'll know, just 
again, who knows who's going to actually end up being in that yeah, seven to ten seed? Okay, I don't know. Let's but based off that. of let's based, well, based off of what it looks like right now, I just want the Mavs and the Lakers to come out of the. Like, I don't want the okay. Wolves and Jazz to get the yeah. seven today. I want it to be the Dallas and, and, and Lakers. If this is how it ends up being, that's what yeah, I you want. You want more see. star power in the playoffs, of course. Exactly. Okay. Come on, there's I agree a reason with that. why Kyrie is is in Dallas right now. You know, we want to see that in the playoffs. I agree with that. And what I want to see is a is a well, what I want to see is a Memphis. LA first round. That's the Lakers, Memphis in the first round. No, I, I want to see Memphis Warriors. But of course, I want to see Memphis Warriors. But like, is that? Three I guess that's what it is right, right now. now. That is what it is right now. I yeah, that's tough, man. They both. I mean, Dylan Brooks is starting something with everything, everyone right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm loving it, man. The way he called out Kyrie Irving. Bro, I, I was so night, he doesn't end up playing exactly. I was so disappointed, but I was it legitimately got me excited. That that brings excitement to any given game yeah. when you have a player kind of having bring this intensity, bring this kind of trash talking into the game, and he oh, straight up calls out Kyrie Irving, and I'm like, oh my god, Kyrie's about to go off, or Dylan Brooks is about to shut down Kyrie Irving. Doesn't matter what happens, that's exciting regardless of what happens, right? So it's unfortunate Kyrie doesn't play, but yeah, no. When you guys, I guess right now it's Dylan Brooks versus anyone because he's gonna be talking smack about someone. So yeah, whether it's Golden State, whether it's the Lakers, whether it's the Mavericks, Memphis is gonna be an exciting team in the first round. Right now, you don't yeah. know what's going on with John Morant, you know? No, we don't know, but we know the latest on that is that the Colorado police like closed their investigation. Right? There was yeah. Not enough evidence, um, and so they're not laying any charges. Uh, the the only evidence pretty much was him flashing the gun, and that's not enough, I guess. In yeah, the Instagram no, live. The... the strip club did release photos. <laughs> I don't know why they would do that, but <laughs> there's some photos of him having a good time um, in uh, in the gentlemen's club. But uh, yeah, yeah, just, I don't, it's, I don't... it's charity work. Come on, you know, <laughs> you're under... savage. <laughs> what underprivileged women, young women, do, you're you crazy. Know, need some help? And <laughs> someone, someone, Gilbert I think Gilbert. No, Jalen Rose. I oh, Jalen Rose, Rose is also, yeah. But Gilbert is posted on Instagram with the picture of John Moran sitting there, just cash all over the place. Like, hey, man, like all these people need to apologize to John. All he's doing is just charity work, man. It's just underprivileged. That's crazy. <laughs> well, the gun thing, anyways, that situation's going on. He's still away from the team. He missed that the first two games, and then they said he's going to yeah. be out an additional four. Um, so we'll see what happens and if he comes back and what's going on. Because I think the NBA is still con- conducting their own um, investigation right. uh, on the matter. Um, and we'll see. Maybe even like Phoenix Clippers would be a nice first round matchup in the oh, West because sure. they're four or five yeah. at the moment. Obviously, it, Phoenix Dallas as well, of course. With, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll that, we have that, with that be between Booker and Doncic. In the East, uh, obviously, you would like to see the Bulls uh, and I well, guess the Heat come out of the play-in situation. We're going off today's standings. They're the teams in 7 and 10. We want to see the Raptors get in yeah, there too. Although, exactly. man, they've lost the last three. And we talked about how they're kind of like in this next you know stretch of games that they got to take care of business. Going on the road, you had the whole Fred Van Vliet thing and with officiating. Yep. And we've mentioned, we've talked about officiating in the past. He let the, he, he didn't oh, care. He think. was thinking about Goodness. it yep. in the press conference. Then he's like, whatever, I'll take the fine. <laughs> a lot of players backed him up. Like yep. a lot of players talked about it. And it, holy, Ben Taylor was actually roughing the, I'm pretty sure he was there at the Bucks Warriors game last night. And he called some travels where I'm like, damn. I, I get technically they were, but th- these are travels that, you know, players would get away with. Yeah. Um, right. 
And it's like, uh, what killed me from Frank Van Lee, he's like, yo, the fans are coming to watch the players, not you yeah. guys. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, that's so true. Yeah. No, at they the end of the day. It's... them and yep. he gave them a tech or he didn't give him a tech, but he gave, uh, who was it? Scott Foster. Scott uh, Foster gave Scotty Barnes a tech. Ben tech Taylor and ejected he, him. It, so of the eight technical fouls that Fred Van Vliet has this season, four of them were from Ben Taylor or Ben Taylor's crew. So come on, man. It's just clearly there's just some. Yeah, He's no, like, it's not about $30,000. Do you think it's worth it? What? Yeah, I mean, take a look at the money he makes. $30,000 yeah, to 30 him is really Ooh. much, man. To us, yeah. I mean, it's a good. 30K good, is a salary for money. some, bro. That's yeah, like, for yeah. a lot of people, for sure. And I mean, especially coming yeah. from where we come from, that that's a yeah. lot, though. $30,000 is a lot of money. But for Fran, Fran Vliet, it's not too much right Pocket now. I change. mean, of course, for him, where he comes from, it's a, it's a big amount of money. But I, obviously, it meant more to be able to kind of be honest about about the, you. You don't really have most players are trying to avoid that fine and are trying to avoid any sort of discipline yeah, and tiptoe so they, around you know, exactly, the, and and the, yeah. i don't know i don't want to get fined but this nah, and that Fred. fred's making 21 million this year so that's right 30k it's not 30k much, is uh pocket change 30k yeah. you know what i mean it's like that could be a very good night out or a crazy night out <laughs> yeah exactly just for dinner instead, <laughs> dinner instead for he, a night uh, instead he um yeah, he let it all out. It's absolutely he let it all out and it, paid, Come on. paid that fine. Yeah, it needed to be said. Someone needed to say it exactly the way that he said it. You know, no one's been able to actually like fully let it out like that. Like you said, just tiptoeing around it. They end up getting a fine because, again, it's like criticizing officials no matter what. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to get fined, let me just let it all out. And Fred let it all out. And he was right and truthful about it all. There's nothing he said that was like offensive to any extent. It was just like, no, this no, is my. Just... Experience, yeah. yeah, and my experience, not I'm even not opinion, experience. Up. Like, this yeah. is what he's going through, and we're seeing true, it. True. And as fans, we've been saying, like, yo, been, this is BS on text, and you know, this was rough. And then at the end, he did mention, he's like, you know, it's not why we lost, but obviously, yeah. like, it's tough and it plays a role, and the officiating, you know, sucks. And so, yeah. we'll see what happens moving forward with, uh, you know, the the uh, the Raptors and in general and the officiating we've yeah we've I wonder a lot about officiating the last couple of years and how yeah. it's kind of changed and the NBA like will find players like Fred VanVleet for criticizing officiating and coaches for that matter anyone who, yeah. who criticizes and, and there was a re- not a report but a story where it said that the NBA does actually um discipline officials if they make like some pretty bad calls or missed calls but we're not i guess privy to that we don't know i guess they lose maybe some assignments or like instead of like you know refing let's say three or four games this week they ref two or something i, I don't yeah. know i don't know what it is this is just me guessing or they're like okay you won't get chosen to you know ref in the postseason because mm-hmm. it's only the best of the best that get ch- chosen to yeah. ref in the postseason and then obviously in the nba finals yeah right so yeah, uh, i mean like, i understand that, it I understand it to an extent because obviously you have to, you know, um, protect the integrity of the, yeah, the officials, right? Yeah, yeah I, I understand that because, again, they are going to be the most. But that's people. out of the window uh, with the last two minute report when they released that. Yeah, exactly. No, that's true. I agree. I agree. Yeah, when you put that out there. Yeah, I guess they're trying to have some level of transparency, but at the same time, protect the integrity. But... We've talked a lot about the yeah, last it does report. Nothing. Yeah. Like, okay, bring it out the next day. Yeah, there was a blatant missed foul call. Yeah, we know. So we, we saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we saw. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so do we, like, get to replay that last two minutes? 
there's the yeah, one gets stripped away from nothing. It. like yeah. nothing happens like yeah exactly okay, the two minute report comes out hey sorry we missed it apologies yeah. but you know what i mean the result stays the same that's all it is right is for them to say look we're transparent we're open we're blah blah blah, this and that and so like, i yeah. guess i mean I hey, guess. Man, at least at least it's not Barcelona. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen yeah, this yeah. story. At least it's not it, that. Because that is the craziest thing I have seen in sports in forever. I mean, that's crazier than what's his name? The Donahue ref who got fired. I mean, he apparently had connections with Scott Forrester. They try to say they, they're just boys and they like to talk all the time. But you know, that but this Barcelona stuff is worse. So I, you know, if as as a basketball fan, like I'm I'm happier. With the situation with this, <laughs> yeah, that well, you know, soccer is hella corrupted. Oh like... my god, I this extent this goes into again, we're a basketball <laughs> podcast, but man, this goes into the conversation of you know, Cristiano is the goat, right? That's confirmed, that, that's done, it's over. Well, Cristiano but it's not like the goat. It, 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 but it's not like Messi had anything to do with it, but right? Messi's, Messi's accomplishments were clearly impacted by <laughs> this corruption, right? But Messi's still in. Like his skill, I, I don't know how we're getting into soccer debate. I know I love, the, I love them. Talking about corruption, I love, the, I, guess, yeah. but... I, I, I love them both. I think they're both phenomenal players. Yeah. Obviously, Messi, you're gonna look at and be like, "Hey, he won a World Cup, right? That's not Barcelona." So he always is always gonna have that over Ronaldo. Ronaldo has a Euro, but then you look at Messi, he also has a South American like Copa America trophy. It's tough, but you know, I don't think there's a wrong answer there. They're both great. They're both phenomenal players. Uh, but yeah, I'm but talking, that's no, crazy, no, man. crazy. This is, this is insanity. Insanity. That is next level, Fuad. You're absolutely next right. Level. So for it's for us dealing with the refs making bad calls and trying to get the show to be it's better them, than blah, blah, blah. yeah a this team is, like I let's say there was this, a team yeah. let's say there was a team like if we're talking Barcelona that means we're talking about like Lakers or yeah, the Knicks exactly or the someone Lakers, huge like the Lakers Boston, and they're like yeah. hey you know refs you have some sort of like charity or company or something here let me give some money there and yeah. you know what I mean you can return the favor when you. There, uh, yeah. You know when you're coaching when you sorry when you're refing in a game seven of like second yep. round of the East Finals yep. or whatever, you know what I mean. Look away when you know Tatum hacks LeBron's exactly. arm off. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean it would have to be the Lakers in this situation, right? Because you look at the two. Yeah, you have to have a big team. Well, you look at from two thousand, yeah, the accomplishments as well in the time frame, right? If you're looking from two thousand to like two thousand twenty, over two two decades, the Lakers from two, they obviously got the three peat over there from two thousand to wherever, whatever, and then you got you know a few six more titles in that time, right? Two more championships than the one with LeBron, the Mickey Mouse championship, of course. So it's like that's okay. So and then you hear about corruption. All <laughs> Listen, those if your <laughs> team would have won that title, he wouldn't be calling it a Mickey Mouse championship. <laughs> Oh, that's the only way to kind of like okay yeah, how yeah, do you to, how do you describe like bubble, it bubble ring oh true 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 that, that's that's the that is the proper term i like to use the yeah. slang term which is the main yeah. best championship but yeah no it's it's absolutely insane and if something like that were to come out in the nba i don't know how yeah it would be chaos fan, man. the closest we got was the referee and yeah. betting on games and stuff like that but um uh, there was a whole documentary about that, but I let's just hope the NBA doesn't get to that because the refing has been uh crazy. But man, it's gonna be an exciting next couple of weeks. Like I said, you know, playoff atmosphere for some games, yep. standings, yep. you know, teams moving up and down all the time. So really that last you know week probably leading up to that, there's gonna be a lot of games that are gonna be super important. You're gonna look back and be like Man, we needed that. We lost. Even you're gonna look back all the way to the beginning of the season for some teams, and it's like, yo, we dropped these like yep. close games because you know a game in like November has a big effect 
in a game on games like right now in March or in April yep. because it's like, yo, we lost to this team and te- now we don't have the, you know, the tiebreaker over them. Exactly. Yeah. So if the Lakers start losing some games, like teams behind them have tiebreakers over them. Yep. Teams like exactly. the, yep. I think like the Pelicans, the Blazers, even the Thunder might even have. The Thunder, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, have tiebreakers over them. So if they end up with the same record or something like that, that those teams leapfrog the Lakers because of tiebreaker and those games, you know, matter. Yeah. Uh, so it's crazy. There's one thing I want to talk about for before we wrap up in the last couple of minutes. Here's the MVP conversation in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Quickly, I guess we'll touch more about it. You know, next week and in the weeks to come. A lot of people, and I know you've seen this, may, a lot of people have been saying the main reason Jokic could win his third straight MVP is because he's white. Um, a lot of people. I think it's just one guy. Yeah, Perkins. But, like, I mean, online, <laughs> there's been a big discussion that I've been following. But, yeah, I I, yeah. I guess on TV and within media, like Perkins. But I think, I think people also believe that but haven't said it that are in the media, mm, honestly. Okay. Like, Richard Jefferson's a big hater to Jokic. I don't know why. Is it because... He's white? I don't know. I'm not trying to defend this whole yeah, yeah, thing yeah. and all that. Obviously, I'm not white. I'm Arab and you're, <laughs> you're brown. So, yeah. like, we would be on this opposite end. If anything, we would be like, yeah, he's winning because he's white. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, I mean, like, he's been having a phenomenal year. Uh, look at, look at what West. he's doing. By the way, he's never played with an all-NBA player. Right. Another all-star, yeah. an all-defensive player. He's never yeah. had those kind of people. I guess DeAndre Jordan's on his team, but he's not like he's made all NBA teams yeah, in the past or whatever. Exactly. But he's not playing with someone who is like currently yeah, you know what I mean? An all star. You know, Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray have potential, you know. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Gordon could have made the All-Star game this year, so they have potential to make an All-Star game, but technically they are not All-Stars, right? Yeah, they are not. Exactly. None of them have, you know, none of these guys that are actually with him have made uh all NBA uh, teams, nope. you know. Yep. Uh, so you, what, what are your thoughts about that? I mean, come on, look at the number. Look at what he's doing. Yeah, the I numbers mean, have been. The numbers are absolutely roof. insane. Um, I think they, the Nuggets, lost their first game when he has a triple double like this week. I, I don't know if it was yesterday or the Is night San before. San Antonio, or something. maybe. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first game where he has a triple double and they've lost. So they were like twenty three and zero or something or twenty two and zero up until that game. Even more than that, but yeah, for this season, yeah, it was like twenty twenty something and 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 zero losses up until then. So that again, that's insane. You have people saying, "Oh, he's stat padding, blah blah blah, whatever." Every anytime he puts up these numbers, they're winning. Like, what do you mean stat padding? If they were losing and he's putting up these numbers, then you can call. Yeah, it was against San Antonio. It was against San Antonio. Yeah, thirty-seven. They took their first first loss. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, and talking about oh, he's only people are voting for him because he's white. Like, look at the past several decades who have been the MVPs over the past several decades. Right? It's it's not. uh, It would be a white guy every single. I think there's. I think the debate is more like yo, he's winning his third straight because he's white. It's gonna be the first time someone does it since Bird. No one's won three in a row, and people feel like you know LeBron could have had that three in a row, but then he became a villain, went to Miami. That's the year D Rose won, and then. LeBron won two more, right? Because he won yep. four in five years. Could have easily yep. won five out of five. If he stayed in Cleveland, who knows? Maybe he would have won five straight MVPs, right? 
Um, it's all the storylines, right? Like we've talked about this before. You got to have the storyline coming into uh, comes into play with the actual numbers, the record of the team, and the performance, and uh, you know the yeah, eye tests and everything, well. right? And the storyline for Jokic is the storyline is there, right? He, from season to season, maybe he's been lucky with that with Jamal Murray's injury, with Michael Porter Jr.'s injuries, with them coming back, and the team being the number one seeded team in in the Western Conference with them back. It was always like, okay, when he gets Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back, how will the team perform and how will he perform? They're first. He's still and performing incredibly, and Even they better. are first. right? Even better than Even he better. has, exactly. With them and last on the year, court. Last year, his second option was what? Like Will Barn, I want to say? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most consistently, way more consistent than Aaron Gordon, right? Yeah. Um, and he willed them to a playoff spot, playoff not spot, a play exactly. no, spot. Yeah. Okay. And the year before that, he lost Jamal Murray. Remember, that's the year yep. he went out yep. with his knee. They people were saying, like, yo, they could definitely go for it. Yep. And that was his first MVP. And then he come back next year, goes crazy. Yep. And then they get a playoff spot, six seed, and then he they lose in five. I think it was in five, right? To the Warriors. Right, and right. it's just like, what is he going to do? Like, he tried. He's alone pretty much. Exactly, runs. exactly. And it's, it's, it's the enough. playoffs don't even matter, by the way, because it's a regular season award. And then yeah, now yeah. with these guys being healthy and consistent and getting the play that they're getting out of Aaron Gordon and yep. the play that they're getting, uh, you know, out of, out of their bench and all these other guys, and he's been killing it. Oh and God, yeah. I think it's more about numbers. It sucks for Joel Embiid because if you don't have Jokic and Embiid, we're talking about Embiid. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah, if there's Giannis no Jokic. is the top three candidate for me as well. I think those are the top three, in my opinion, uh, for the MVP award. And they're all playing, you know, phenomenal basketball. I don't think there's a wrong choice. Uh, but I think Jokic just has uh, the edge. And it's not about... Um, like oh he's averaging a triple double because we've seen it as a big man it's pretty crazy as a center yep. um, but yeah I mean Jokic has been balling and there's no need to take away from his accomplishments, uh, accomplishes, accomplishments saying that he's like he's only winning because he's uh, he's white and you know what I mean it's, saying the other guy is not winning <laughs> I just like the, 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 the top three candidates are all like foreign players exactly like, yeah the foreign Cameroon, yeah Jan is from nigeria slash yep. greece um so i i love uh i love to see that and exactly. we'll see maybe you know the voters don't vote for him but also players have so much respect for him didn't he get the most like it wasn't he number one on the ballot for players when they voted for the all-star game was it Jokic like the I number one? I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, look at his guys. demeanor. So he has, look at his he, personality. He has respect from his peers yeah. as well. So this is a guy who's not on social media at all. All he cares about is basketball and then whether riding horses and you know whatever. That's it, <laughs> right? In, like in Serbia, in Serbia right? exactly. He's just a low, low key kind of just like he's chilling man like yo you get me on the court let me let me do my thing and and that that's it there's no drama yeah. there's no extracurricular crap you know he's not in a strip club flashing guns on it <laughs> live you know like he's just out there playing and winning and you just had to get that clubs. shot in. i had to i had to because like, come on you got a, certain guys who are trying to get out the nba right <laughs> so when so when you have a guy like Jokic who's just like you yeah. don't hear and at the end of the day let's not forget i want to it's a regular season award. Now, obviously, yeah, yeah. people are going to start judging him if he doesn't win. In yeah, the from, from a career and, perspective. Yeah. yeah, and doesn't get to the finals and things like that. Now, in the West, it's hard. Now, you know, they've added, they've injected into Western Conference. We talked about this earlier with Dallas. They yeah. got Kyrie yeah. with Phoenix, and they got Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant the yeah. Lakers have added, you know, some talent 
to the Angelo roster. Russell. We didn't even mention the Angelo Russell. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he was he's impressive playing. in his comeback game against yeah. the Raptors. Exactly. And they have all these guys and the Lakers are doing well. You know what I mean? And you have the Clippers who are, you know, getting healthy and Kawhi yeah. Leonard has Kawhi put up 38. Good. Ooh, he's been looking real good yeah. when he's playing, bro. Man. He's coming back to that level. And they have a lot of pressure because, you know, they traded their future yep. and they're not really doing much. So it's and if he comes out of the West, if he wins the MVP and comes out of the West and wins a championship, man, Ooh, man. are going to be, you know, swallowing. Yeah, exactly. I think mean, that should be the expectation, too, man. The pressure is on. For Nikola yeah. Jokic, because if you're winning three straight MVPs, the pressure is on. You yeah, to, do, to perform in the, in the in the playoffs, playoffs. Yeah. And, and win for sure. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter, the three in the key. Like us on Facebook, three in the key. Follow on Instagram, the three in the key. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Check out the website, the number three in the key. Ca for Fuad Ahad. I'm Elias Al Peace.